Christ, you people suck. <laughs> wow. Wolverine on a tangent. Back in the days when we played video games, it was hardcore for the nerdy and lazy. Now things have changed and all our video games are also for the casual and ladies. But that's okay, you know the score. We told you a million times before. Playing consoles, not just games, is in the past. G Radio. It's episode 479 for July 10th, 2017. The year's more than halfway over. And on this week, we have the Wombat. Yeah. <laughs> the Wombat, too. Uh, we have Jay. Bandana. And everybody else is a dick. They're terrible people. Yeah, it's like, I'm not coming. Drew's on vacation. Like, what's that about? Vacation. What the fuck is a vacation? What is a vacation? What is that? I don't, I don't know. What is a vacation but a miserable pile of secrets? <laughs> oh, we're going to talk about Castlevania. Yeah, oh, yes we are. <laughs> I'm Jeff- glad we're going to talk about Castlevania because I haven't had a chance to watch it. Okay, well, I won't spoil anything, but you should watch mm-hmm. that show. It's very short, Ryan. It's only four episodes, but boy, yeah. is that worth it. Yeah, although... Man, when are we going to get season two? Because the way it ended, I'm like, <laughs> yeah. oh, fuck this. What a, what, what a tease that was, right? Oh, uh, I knew that that was coming. Yeah. Because it was very clear in the first episode that that was coming. Oh, man, that show is bravo. Like, oh. that's, that is good stuff. <sighs> but anyway, I don't know where John is. He's off eating some fish and chips or something. I don't know. Something stereotypically English, I'm sure. (laughs) Maybe having a cup of tea with the queen. That was very important. I saw a picture on Twitter. I'm sure they're cool. I'm sure they hang out. I saw a picture of her on Twitter the other day. She was walking on the floor that looked like a chessboard, and the caption just read, she can move anywhere she wants. I saw that, too. (laughs) (laughs) That's actually pretty funny. (laughs) Oh, man. But anyway, video games, they are still happening, although, like Jay and I was discussing before the show, July is pretty quiet, thankfully. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're thankful for that. Usually, we would complain about, like, oh, what a, you know, summer is always a downtown for games, but after the, uh, after the six months that we've had of incredible game releases that we haven't been able to touch, this is a welcome, welcome change of pace. Yeah, I can actually justify my 20 hours a week of Overwatch. I don't have anything else to play. <laughs> you say that, but I'm sure you miss a lot of games that you do want to go back to, right? Uh, I have a lot of stuff I'd like to finish. Hmm. I never finished Prey. Like, not even did you, close. Did you finish Zelda? Yeah, yeah, no, no. Oh, I'm, I'm working on the DLC now. So. Oh, okay, cool. Which I have not started. I booted it up, I walked out, I accepted all the quests. Uh, I went and found the first book to find... Tingle's armor. <laughs> was that your first priority? You really wanted to get uh, Link in green tights? 
Well, clearly. No, no, it's just the first one on the list, so that's... But then I saw Trials by the Sword start, and I'm like, oh, I need to go do that. I want to go do that. So, but yeah, I'll get get back to Zelda. Oh, but anyway, let's get started. Jay, you want to talk about what you played this week? Yeah, I mean, uh, still finishing up uh, Valkyrie Revolutions. Probably write the review on Monday, I figured. Uh... I'm not sure if I can finish that 100%. I've gotten fairly, I've gotten far enough to see what the game goes, but man, it still makes me feel bad because the game is not a good action game. The game is not a good strategy game. It just kind of tries to fit somewhere in between and it kind of falters in both. It bums me out because it carries the Valkyria name, which I think has one of the best, uh, one of the best like strategy action RPG combat engines of all time. So it is what it is. Maybe they'll take some uh, criticisms to heart, come back with a with a brand new Valkyria game eventually, or another game, another IP that uses a similar engine, and that'd be good enough for me. But overall, I'm, I'm pretty disappointed with this game. Uh, I, I actually picked it up. It was very cheap, so that that's just, that's kind of the saving grace, right? Yeah, but I played through the first. Kind of the tutorial and first mission, and where you fight that big, I don't know, like dinosaur looking robot. Yeah, thing. yeah, it's a big, yeah. Tank that game is not good. <laughs> it's not. It doesn't. It doesn't control great. The story is interesting though. If you actually stick around for it, yeah. I like. I like what they're trying to do with the storyline, but the combat and the gameplay. Obviously, that's you know that's very important part of the game, and it's not. It's not great. Yeah, it it starts off real slow too. Like there are way too many cutscenes at the mm-hmm. beginning of that game. And then you get to the, like, you're trying to get to the combat, so I get to the combat, and I'm like, oh, the the melee combat is not good. Why (laughs) they decided to make one press of the X button into three strikes? Three strikes, I'm like, and most enemies, like, go down to, like, one or two, and you're like, well, that third strike is, uh... It's just it's just to look cool, you know. Just uh, just finish the combo. It's fine. Yeah, just while you're getting shot at. Yeah, Yeah. swinging in the air. This is oh man, that that game. Um, it makes me feel bad because I really like the the first Valkyria Chronicles, and this is just ooh. Yeah, I would have preferred if they did some kind of an HD remastered Valkyria Chronicles two and three. I think that would have been a better choice because not a lot of people play those games, man. They're PSP only. The the third third game didn't even come out in the states. So and supposed to be one of the best Valkyrie Chronicle games, uh, but I don't know because I haven't played it. I would love to. So if they decide to do that, but Sega's weird with that stuff. They're getting better with what they're doing with Yakuza. I think yes. and they kind of understand that uh, there is a good audience for Yakuza here in the states, and now they're really trying to bring out all the games, including maybe that spinoff game that we never got with the samurai. Uh, that'd be neat. I hope it's but, better than that other spinoff game. Oh, the zombie one. Was oh, terrible. The samurai no. one is uh, is pretty cool, from what I've heard. Uh, but we you know, we got Kiwami, we got Kiwami, we got Yakuza Six coming out. So they're doing some cool stuff with Sega. I wish they put the same kind of detail and attention uh, to the Valkyrie Chronicles series, which I think they sort of deserves it. But outside of that, I also played. Uh, I kind of went back because I like having one portable game and one like console game that I'm playing consistently throughout one week. And I I remembered that I actually. I left off uh, Shin Megami Tensei 4 Apocalypse, which is a spin-off of Shin Megami Tensei 4. I picked that up a long, long time ago. I put like 10, 15 hours into it, and then I just kind of stopped because I was doing other things. So I went back to that game. I put a lot of hours in. That game is fun. Um, if you play any of the Shin Megami Tensei games, uh, 
Uh, well, Ken, you got you got you got a you got a 3ds looking thing now, right? I have a 3ds looking thing. <laughs> yeah, it's a 2ds light. What is it called? It's the new 2ds XL. New 2DS, okay, new 2ds XL. Uh, if you like if you like RPG games, like you can pick that up. I I've heard those games are really frustrating and grindy, though. Uh, it, you can always just set it up to easy mode, and it's perfectly fine. As far as the difficulty goes, it's, it's like a very easy, smooth curve. But the storyline, the way you choose uh, your kind of your endings and your dispositions, whether you're neutral, evil, good. And it's not even just evil, either. It's just kind of like chaos and good. And I like the morality system that they have there. And it has the same really addictive, catch em all kind of mentality. Where you're, you know, summoning demons, you're kind of negotiating with demons to kind of join your side. You're fusing demons together to make more powerful demons. So it's very, very addictive, very fun, uh, neat storyline. And Apocalypse is more or less the same thing. Um, and it's got like full voice acting too for all the major, uh, major story elements. So there's a lot of high, uh, high production values. So enjoying, enjoying that. I haven't finished it yet, but I, I will. Because um, I do have like times where I can just have a 3DS in hand and I just get to play it for 30, 40 minutes while I'm waiting for something. Uh, I also played a lot of Overwatch, which you know, unsur- unsurprising, but with a purpose this week because Doomfist was revealed and came out on PTR. Yes, it did. Yeah, and I know you haven't had the opportunity because console didn't get PTR, right? No, we don't. We don't have him yet. We don't even have the loot box patch yet. <clears throat> Yeah, the loot box patch is probably coming out uh, next week along with... Uh, well, I'm not sure if it's going to come out along with Doomfist because I think he still needs work. But, man, Doomfist is exactly what I wanted. It's so cool. So I'm assuming that the meta for Reinhardt is going to change. Uh, Reinhardt is, is in a tough spot because Symmetra was starting to gain a lot of traction. If she hacks a Reinhardt, you have no shield. A Reinhardt without a shield is dead. That's yeah, that that happened. You said Symmetra, but I know you meant Sombra. Oh yes, yes. That's but there. yeah, that happened. We were in a match last night, and K Dub was playing as Reinhardt, and he kept getting hacked, and it's the most annoying thing for. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's, that's that's when you switch off, and then you're like, ah, I can play Winston or something because he's he's a little bit more mobile. But Reinhardt is in a tough space. He they did a lot of rework with his ultimates and the way his hammer works too, which. Makes him really kind of unsatisfying to play in a lot of ways. Uh, it's not like he's unplayable, but when those characters are out and you're getting doom fisted, punched, and they knocked into a wall for like 200 damage, it's just rough, man. It's just because doom fist, all of his abilities go through shields because they're all physical. His uh, his left click is like this shotgun thing, which is a um, very powerful close range, but obviously being a shotgun, it's uh, pretty hard to use far away. So all of his abilities are meant to get him closer to you and get out when he's done with the murdering. So his right click is basically a charge attack, and you hold it down, and he holds his fist back and then lets it go at a full charge. It goes really far, and if you land a hit, it'll knock them back. And if they hit a wall, it'll do basically double damage. It'll kill... It'll basically do, like, 250 damage, so it'll kill Reaper, like, McCree, like, uh, basically any squishy any squishy hero in one shot, which is very, very powerful. He has an uppercut, which is which looks like a fucking shuriken, right? And then he launches himself and the enemy into the air, and then you can combo that into an E attack, where it's like a small earth, earth shatter, where you stun enemies in a small radius, and also bring them towards you. 
So he has all these tools and kits that allows him to really get far. So if you're if you think you're safe being a sniper hiding on that you know high ground over there, then you're not because he'll just uppercut and do the earth shatter move and then just get right on top of you with the fucking fist and then you're done for. So very powerful and also his passive ability makes him very tanky because every time he deals damage with his uh, special attacks, he gains a shield that decays over time. So you can have a maximum of like 400 health on Doomfist with the amount of shield that you can generate by just like punching dudes repeatedly. So he's very satisfying to play and um, he's he's not a hero that is already in the game. You know, he's not a he's not like kind of like a sidestep towards from another character. He's not like a Reaper clone or anything like that. He's uh, he's his own thing. So it's going to be very interesting to see where he fits in the meta. But with dive comp being as popular as it is right now. I think he's going to be very, very popular, especially when people really start to understand how to combo his abilities together. And then that ultimate that makes him invulnerable and basically drop like almost like a tactical nuclear strike in a, in a circle area and just murder a bunch of dudes of ones is ridiculous. Um, I'm sure you had those situations, Ken, when there's like a Torb up there, you know. He's, he's got the turret and nobody's killing the turret or the Torb. It's really frustrating, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So then, so basically, as Doomfish, you can meteor strike, and in that in that point, you can just kind of move your ultimate radius around for about a few seconds. It can just land it right on top of where the torb and the the turret is, and just completely an- annihilate both of them at the same time. I I've done that against like snipers, against torb turrets. It is immensely satisfying just to be able to backline dudes instantaneously and just take them out. So what's so, what are his counters? His counters are something like um, Sombra, who can you know hack him and then make his abilities uh, kind of like he can't do his abilities, which means he can't generate the the shield that he needs to survive, and also he can't use abilities to get out. So Sombra is very good. Make him be good if you can actually lock him down with the freeze. Uh, and also Reaper can be good if you know how to like aim properly, because you know. Um, Doomfist does need to get really close to you to do damage, and Reaper excels that at rage. And you have to also remember, Doomfist is a big guy, right? So you have a big target to aim at, so uh, Reaper's always a good uh, good choice for that. And also Pharah, she's in the air, she's shooting rockets at you, you have a shotgun. What are you going to do, right? So he's not going to be overpowered in the way that he's going to define the meta, but he's going to be very, very strong and make other characters who are more counter picky like make Farah, make uh, Sambra, make May a little bit more popular, which is gonna change up the meta quite a bit, I think. It's gonna be it's gonna be a lot of fun, I think. Uh, I look forward to the first week when he hits consoles and nobody picks <laughs> anybody else. Yeah, it's gonna be everyone <laughs> doing no limit or if you do quick play, instant lock doom first. Oh yeah, on both sides. Time. On both sides on yeah. d- defense and offense. It's, that's how it always goes with new heroes, but the Doomfist is certainly a hero that we've been waiting for for a long time. Nobody really asked for Orisa, even though she's great, uh, but you know that's, that's not the character that we were high for. We were all high for Doomfist, and now he's here, and he looks exactly like what, what we wanted him to be, so uh, good times ahead. But yeah, that's basically it, man. Keep, keeping it simple, finishing up my review game, keep playing one. Uh, also, maybe put like an hour or two more into Hollow Knight. That game is still great. Looking forward to finishing it as well. Alright. So, let's talk to the Wombat. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, I've actually played a decent amount, right. oddly enough, because uh, I haven't been on the show that much lately. 
Um, I did finally finish Tekken 7, the story oh. mode of it. <laughs> that thing which is crazy. Is, it is crazy. It did is you crazy. Have any, and did you have any trouble with the final fight? Yeah, I actually, the first <laughs> for the first time, had to turn down the difficulty. Yeah. Um, it, it was just way too... It was frustrating to the point that it wasn't fun anymore. Um, so, yeah, I turned down the difficulty for the final fight because it's just silly. It's brutal, yeah. You get, like, a, a little tiny sliver of health to try and fight with, and he's got that one-hit-kill uh, move, essentially. It's just impossible. So, we got it, we got it done, though, and uh, it was nutsoid. Um, but uh, it was a blast. I had a good time with it. Um... I have been playing for review, which hopefully I'll get done today, um, uh, the Golf Club 2. Hearing a lot of mixed uh, things about this game. Yeah, mixed is a good way to put it. Um, the um, So, n- number one, don't if, if you have any interest in this because you used to be a fan of Tiger Woods and you think, oh, new, a new golf game, I love Tiger Woods, I should play this, or Rory McIlroy, right, now. Um, don't, don't play it. (laughs) If that's the experience you're looking for, Hmm. um, it's, uh, it's not even close to as user friendly as the Tiger Woods games were. Um, the, the actual, so driving, um, chipping, you know, hitting shots out of the fairway, it all feels good. Um, the controls are good. The challenge comes... Um, when you get on the green, because putting is awful. It's awful. And um, it's awful for two reasons. It's awful, number one, because um, the greens are hard to read. Um, both myself and the boogeyman who's also playing it um, have had a ton of putts lip out. Um, putts that you thought were going to go in that just like circle the hole and lip out. Um, if you miss... Um, it's punishing because the, the, most of the greens, even the greens that the game says aren't that fast are pretty fast. Um, so they're hard to read, they're fast, and then the actual putting stroke, um, the, the way the game works, right, is every club has a max distance. And um, if you pull back and push forward in a smooth motion, um, and you don't, you know, go off to the left or the right too far. You're probably going to hit it relatively straight and relatively close to the max distance, which is great for all the clubs except the putter, because the putter's max distance is 144 feet, and zero percent of your putts will be from 144 feet. And so, the way other golf games have handled this in the past is you have multiple selections on the putter in terms of how far pulling it all the way back and pushing it all the way forward will send the putt, right? So once I have my putter in my hand, I might be able to set it to 10 feet, 20 feet, 40 feet, and 50 feet, something like that. There is no such setting in the golf club, too. So you're trying to judge what 12 feet is on a 144-foot scale um, when you're pulling your putt back and pushing it forward. So... It's really tough and takes a lot of time and attention to get to the point where you're comfortable with what your, how far your putt's going to go. 
And, you know, some people will say, well, it's more realistic that way. They're aiming to be a sim. They're not trying to make it a hand-holding game. That's great. I appreciate that. But I putt better in real life than I putt on the golf club, too. <laughs> um, because in real life, you have the club in your hand. Um, you are you have all the control in your arms and shoulders. You can read the green better. It's It's different. Right, And so when you try and take something like that and say, okay, well, in real life, you wouldn't have a meter that would tell you what percent of 144 feet you were at. You just have to gauge it. It's not exactly comparable, right? So um, it's tough. Now, from a presentation standpoint, it's a mixed bag. Um, There are some things that look pretty good. Um, You know, you can can customize your character a bit and – there, there are some some aspects of it that look pretty. There are some aspects of it that are just flat out goofy. Um, I posted on Twitter the other day the giant duck um, that was next to my golfer that was like half the size of the golfer himself. Uh, just that sounds like a feature, not a, not, not, a, not a bug, Ryan. That, that yeah, sounds amazing. That's true. That's true. Um, but um, the the you know the it, it's not at all intuitive. Um, it, it's really it's almost like they said. Um, uh, I'm trying to think how to describe it. It's almost like they said, hey, you know, we're an indie studio, so what stuff can we chintz out on in the name of just saying, well, I mean, that's because we're trying to create a simulation experience, right? Um, the, the career mode, I got all excited because I thought, oh, man, there's a career mode. That'll be fun. Yeah, their, their definition of career mode is essentially, um, hey, here's a, a thing you can go into, and then you have to build the career. So there, there is no season built into it. It's just like, okay, you pick 11 different courses you want to play at, and we'll call them tournaments, and we'll add crowds, and then you pick one at the end, and you'll call, you can call it a major um, if you upgrade your your society so that you can have majors because you've got to you've got to upgrade that with coins that you earn. The fuck is a society um, in a golf? It's like a, it's kind of like a clan. Is the best way for me to describe <laughs> the society it. Society of the skull and bones. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um. So I don't know. Once you, you know when you're on the course, everything feels good except the putting. Um. But putting's one of the biggest parts, right? Right. And the um uh the presentation the presentation around it is just bare bones as bare bones get now the awesome part though is the course creator um because it has tools in it for you to build your own 18 hole golf course and um that is a lot of fun i spent 2 hours the other night building a golf course that was basically just me saying, hey, I wonder if I could do this. So what I did is I built this golf course that basically had huge canyon walls uh, around most of the holes. Um, and I added some waterfalls, and I added some big rivers flowing through some areas, and I made one hole that was completely surrounded by water. And um, it's not that intuitive to start, but once you kind of figure out how the tools work, it becomes pretty intuitive to use. So the course creator was a lot of fun. 
and um, you know that that adds some points in my book. But the actual game itself, quite honestly, um, I haven't found myself once in the last week saying, "Man, I really wish I could get home to play the golf club too." <laughs> um, yeah, I'm just it's you know I'm just words not I would never say in my entire life. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> um. So other than that, I um, I bought some stuff in the sales that are going on right now. So uh, my son has been wanting a Bomberman game since we played Bomberman Arcade at uh, Arcade Legacy not too long ago. And so I picked up uh, Bomberman Battlefields, uh, the Xbox 360 backwards compatible one oh, yeah, uh, yeah. in the Xbox sale because it was $4.99. Uh, and it's fun. It's Bomberman. Right. Um, it's, you know, don't go into it expecting much more than that, but it's a seven year old Bomberman game. So for five bucks, that's exactly what I was looking for. We played a decent amount of that yesterday. Um, I did pick up wow, two weeks ago. I picked up Shadow of uh, Mordor. And so I'm going back through that again. Um, and uh, that's a great game, but I've forgotten how, number one, how easily distractible I am in that mm-hmm. game, and how easy it is to just get distracted by a pack of enemies. Um, I also forgot how fast everything respawns. Oh, uh, yeah. It's like you clear out an area, and you think, oh, cool, I cleared out this fortress, and then uh, there's more people spawning in it every couple minutes. And two of them uh, are, like, champions. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> So, um, I forgot how tough it can get when you get ganged up on by a whole bunch of guys. Yeah. Um, so it's it's not um, the guys tend to attack you a lot faster than I feel like they did in Batman. Uh, it's been a while since I played Batman, but um, so it can get pretty tough. But I, I love the core game mechanic. Everybody tells me it gets super repetitive when you get close to the end. Uh, so I'm sort of bracing myself for that. Yeah. But I want to finish it because I, I'm a big Lord of the Rings fan, and I, I like I like the game a lot. I'm interested in the next one. I like the fact that they've added this Nemesis Forge where you can port your um, ally and your nemesis into um, the next game, which is great. Yeah, it's a cool uh, feature. So I'm I'm gonna um, I'm gonna go back through it. Um, and then I picked up, which I haven't had a chance to play it yet, but I picked up um, Just Cause Three in the Xbox sale. Um, since the the complete edition or whatever was seventy five percent off, yeah. Uh, so it was it was twenty bucks instead of eighty five or whatever. <laughs> I, um, if I can recommend anything, it's go play the mission that gives you the jetpack. This is that the, is that the Sky Fortress one? Yep. Yeah, I um I I had heard I think it was you previously that had said that mission was awesome. It's awesome, um, but also having the jetpack before you do anything else in that game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, that was the big the the regular edition was only 15 bucks. Um the 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 ultimate edition or whatever was $6 more. And I thought, you know what? I'm just going to spend the 6 bucks because um everybody tells me it's awesome and the extra content is a lot of fun. So um, uh, so I went ahead and picked it up. I figured for twenty bucks, you can't beat that, especially for a game as big as that. I love the second one, um, Just Cause Two. So that'll be a good game for me to get into, um, as sort of a palate cleanser after um, uh, after Shadow of Mordor. 
Um, and then, uh, other than that, I've played a lot of MLB The Show. Um, and, um, that's pretty much it. Uh, we did play Sympathy, Sympathy, uh, Symphony of the Night today because oh, my yeah? son my son wanted me to play something that he hadn't seen before. <laughs> what is a mask? So, well, what, what do you say about why it? I, that's why I started it off like that. Um, <laughs> he just had a lot of questions at okay. first. Like, what is that? Who is that guy? What does that mean? What does that do? Um, but uh, then he got into it uh, after we had been playing it for a little bit. So um, he... Uh, uh, he liked it. I think we'll probably end up going back to it every now and then. Um, oh, the other game I played that I forgot to mention. My son had um, uh, gift cards so uh, for his birthday. So he wanted he wanted to buy a couple games. So the first one he bought, I was very much in support of. He bought um, Ocarina of Time for 3DS. Oh, yeah. Uh, which, so he and I will play through that together, and I'll, I'll help him out when it gets to tough parts. The other one, when he he want, he desperately wanted it because he loves the cartoon, and I thought, oh, all right. I mean, I'm I try not to interfere too much in the games that he chooses to buy. Um, if he's going to buy something that I'm like, dude, that game sucks, don't buy it. <laughs> I will say that usually, but I, I think of it like my parents didn't have the knowledge or experience to guide my purchase decisions. Right. Um, and I feel like I feel like I'm a better gamer for it, and I feel like I'm a better judge of what I'm interested in spending my time on for it because I played and purchased a lot of mistakes. So I thought, you know what? It's fine. It's probably not that good, but he'll enjoy it, so we'll buy it. He bought um, Pac-Man and the Ghostly Adventures for Wii U. That game is good. No, <laughs> it's uh, we were. Um, I, I was like. I was thinking the whole time, I'm like, ah, this is probably going to be another one of those sort of licensed cartoon character games, and it probably won't be very good. No, dude, it's good. That game is really Uh, good. I like that game. Yeah, we got home and started playing it. And at first, we were just playing multiplayer, because it's got multiplayer in it. And uh, the multiplayer is even not that bad. Yeah. Um, And then we started playing the single player, and I'm like, man, this is actually a very competent third-person platform. Um. So, yeah, I was pleasantly surprised by how good it was. Yeah, I bought uh, both of those games on an Xbox sale for, like, $5 a piece. And I'm like, yep. yeah, I was thinking the same thing you were. I'm like, yeah, this is this would just be something. Yep. And I played the first one. I'm like, holy shit, this is pretty good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and like I said, J- Jacob, uh, Jacob loves the cartoon. So for him, there's even, like, a, another level of enjoyment behind it. But for me, it's just like, man, this is... This is surprisingly competent. Yeah. I uh, I was not expecting this to be as good as it is. So we played um, we played some of that too. But uh, I, I you know I looked at some of the um, here's the, the the core problem that I made, and I will admit that it was my mistake to make. When I bought my Vita, I made the mistake of buying an eight gig card. Ouch! <laughs> because I thought, you know what, um, I'm. Uh, at the time, I didn't want to spend a ton of money on it, and I'm like, you know what? I'll get an 8-gig card now, um, and I'll just delete games as I play, and if I you know, if I need something more later, I'm sure, here was my mistake, <laughs> I'm sure the prices on these memory cards will go down. Never! And I'll it, buy it another. It did very slightly. Yeah, so. the, the, to say slightly is even an exaggeration. <laughs> <laughs> um 
so I'm looking at the Vita sale, and um, I'm thinking, man, oh, man, Sony decided that they wanted to make these memory cards proprietary so that they could charge all this money for the memory card. But for people like me who have an 8-gig card, and by the way, a lot of Vita owners have 8-gig cards because a lot of the Vita um, pack-in kits that they were selling when the thing launched were 8-gig kits. So for somebody like me, I look at stuff in the Vita sale, and I'm like, oh, I might really want to play that, but I can't because I don't have room. And, oh, I might really want to play that, but I can't because I don't have room. And then I go online, and I'm like, well, maybe I'll look at buying a bigger card. No, because the the 32 gig ones are like $70. Yeah. Um, and it's like, okay, well, then guess what? It's not a sale to me anymore. <laughs> um, so it's it, I'm, I'm, I'm in this spot where it's... I would. There were. There are probably some things I would like to send Sony money for, mm-hmm. but and if if they would have made the decision to allow for um, normal micro SD cards in their system, I can get a 16 gig micro SD card for what? I like will, 10, I, three dollars. I bought. Um, super cheap. I I had to buy a new card for the 2DS that I got because it's only got a four gig in it. I bought a 32 gig at Walmart for 12 bucks. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what when I when I built uh, um, when I built my Raspberry Pi, I bought a 16 gig card and it was like seven bucks. Yep. Um, if I could, if I could just go out and buy a 12 dollar 32 gig card, I probably would have in the last, I don't know, year, I probably would have spent 100 bucks on Vita games. But I can't because I'm not spending <laughs> what they want to charge me for a 16 gig card. I still don't or understand a 32 how. Gig card. I still don't understand how that can't come down. I don't get it either. That's no, it makes sense because they don't make them anymore. So they well, they don't make them. You know, in in the way it's because a lot of these tech things go down in price when they uh, streamline the manufacturing costs. So because they're not making many of them. They never got to streamline the manufacturing costs, so that's why it kind of stayed up there. Because the proprietary uh, uh, hardware, they you know, it, it never goes down because they don't have to compete with anyone else. No one else is making PS Vita memory cards except for them. Do you know how many brands there are of micro SD cards? So there's yeah. competition there, so that's why. And also, it's a, it's a dead format, you know. But you would think at this point, because it's dead format, that they would be like, you know what, we got a shit ton of these memory cards that. <laughs> We should probably clear them out. Yeah, let's just put these on a fire sale. Yeah, I'm just uh, wait. Apparently, like, apparently oh. not. Apparently not, because I'm it's certainly I'm, not gone down. I'm waiting for a clear out sale. Probably just in time for Sony to announce their new handheld that they won't support. Oh man, I, there's no way Sony's putting that gun in their mouth. Well, <laughs> no, no, I think I think they can do it. It's just they just got to do it better. Yeah. They, I mean, Vita. I love the Vita. They supported it in, in like really terrible ways with the whole memory card and the way they didn't do a lot of the first party games that they promised. Like, where's the Resident Evil game that we're supposed to get? Where's well, the Bioshock game? Yeah. Where's where's all? It's like, I could say that about like dozens of games. Yeah. So we never got any of those things if they actually come through with their promise. Yep. But the PS PS4 is so profitable right now. I don't think they're gonna go into a handheld yeah. market. 
I mean, the the the, the thing about the Vita is it's a it's a, a pretty fascinating piece of hardware. Quite honestly, um, the the hardware is great, mm. um, but they just let it down all over the place, and um, the probably the the most frustrating thing is that if you are a um, if you like indie games or you like Japanese games there's a pretty decent library for you on the Vita right right but if you don't there's almost nothing there um very 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 little support for western style games on that system until uh, until Bethesda decides to put Skyrim on the Vita cuz they they need to put Skyrim on everything so hey you know what yeah. they should have done that they should have um and um you know I'd have probably bought it <laughs> but then I wouldn't have been able to play it because I wouldn't no, have a memory card big enough it, it would probably be like 20 gigs by itself so, right yeah. right Anyway, so that's my Vita rant um, because I, there was I, I was looking at you know the Sly Cooper collection was on sale and Ratchet and Clank collection and the, mm-hmm. the Jack and Daxter really, collection. really good sales too mind you they're like yeah. three, four bucks for these games yep yep but um, but I don't have room so I'm not gonna buy them <laughs> so anyway that's what I played oh the Vita oh the Vita yeah. Oh, all right. Well, I can wrap this up. Uh, I can't. I don't have much to talk about. I can't talk about that splat game with the squids. Splat, splat, splat game. Mm-hmm. I didn't playing. even know that you had played the splat game. With yeah, the squids. I, I got it on Friday. Okay. So, uh, I when's, think uh, when's the embargo? Embargo's early. It's like a week before the game comes out. It's like the eighteenth. I think that's good and bad because you know the game is mostly a multiplayer game. I will not talk. I will not review that game before it comes out because the um, the 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 Nintendo app for the online stuff doesn't launch right. until the game launches on the twenty fifth. Oh, so, how very responsible of you, Ken, and how very reasonable. I will not. I I want to. We we will be able to play online. Like the online goes live, I think, on the fifteenth. Mm-hmm. Uh, because that's when the the demo, which is that's part of the news, is you'll be able to play the the splat test. I think is what they call it. That starts on the fifteenth, so we'll be able to hop on and play that then. Um, so I will be able to play online before it comes out. But I want to see, I want to see this Nintendo thing on your phone because that's weird. Yeah. That's how you communicate with other players, right? Yeah, you voice chat through that. Uh, you invite people to games through that. It's it's going to be interesting. I don't know about you guys, but my battery dies really fast on my phone. Like when I'm doing stuff on it, like when I'm playing games or whatever. So to, to, to thought of like having to use my phone for voice communication while I'm playing some Switch games seems really bad. What are you talking about? Just tether some more cables and plug it in. <sighs> I mean, eventually it'll just be a VR VR headset, right? With like thirty cables coming off of you. While you're playing. Yeah, I think the point of the switch was that it's kind of an all-inclusive portable or home device. So <laughs> that's stupid. Yeah, I know, right? Who wants that? <laughs> Who wants something that convenient and simple? Nobody. Uh, uh I played some more of the Crash trilogy. Um, 
I've played through the first section of all three games. Those are still fun games. Um, it takes me back. I can definitely see why some people don't like Crash. It's it's its own flavor. It's its own mm-hmm. thing. Um, but I'm really impressed with what the, those guys did with the rem- the remake. Uh, the remake seems to have sold well as far as numbers go. I thought I think it was like top three on Amazon for a bit. So maybe the likelihood of getting a new Crash by someone else. Maybe. Yeah, I'd like to see a new Crash, and I would certainly like to see them add CTR to this, because CTR is still, like, the best Crash game. It's so good. Mm. So good! Um, I checked out some Marvel Heroes Omega, now that it has launched officially. Um, I still like that game. I think it's fun. I think it's a little too convoluted in some areas. Um, but, you know, there's there's no more X-Men Legends, so... We get it, we get I it. I don't understand why they decided to stop X Men Legends. Like it's such a simple and great concept for a video game. Well, they 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 moved up to Marvel Ultimate Alliance, mm-hmm. and so they included everybody, and now they're doing Marvel Heroes, which is you know essentially kind of the same thing, except there's a lot more stuff because you know there's free to play elements in that game. Eh. And then, you know, eventually we'll just get a bunch of characters taken out because, you know, Marvel mishandled all of its licenses. <laughs> Didn't I read somewhere they took the Fantastic Four out of Marvel? Yeah, there's a lot of sort of conspiracy around right now about what they're doing with the Fantastic Four. And I thought, I thought Fox renewed it because they got to make that terrible game. Oh, was it the movie or the game? I think it was the movie, right? I mean, the movie, movie, yeah. That's yeah, what yeah. But I heard they were removing the characters from Marvel Heroes, but all, everyone except Doctor Doom. Yeah, How does that work. I I don't. So the 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 theory I read was that, um, and again, this is conspiracy theory stuff. So the the chances of it being correct are pretty low. But um, it was basically that Marvel corporately is in the process of devaluing the Fantastic Four on purpose to Hmm. basically crash the... Because it's Fox that owns the license to Fantastic Four, right? So they can can sort of fold the Fantastic Four stuff into their Marvel Universe. Which would be weird. Oh, man. I like what happened because of what Marvel did. Um, I think their MCU has been mostly fantastic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But having to jump through these little hoops, um, for example, like, um, was it Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver in the Avengers movie? They couldn't even call them mutants because of licensing bullcrap? Yeah. Right. It's, it's just such a stupid thing. It really is. Ugh. Can't and I, use the M word or, or the, was it who owns uh, X Men? Uh, Fox. Fox, right? Fox. They're gonna sue us. So, I, and I'll be honest, I liked Quicksilver better in the X Men movies than the Quicksilver that was in the Avengers movie. <laughs> yeah, I think that that's pretty common for everyone. To yeah, say. that kid, that kid in the, the X Men movies is pretty good. I like him. Great. But yeah, it's just God, it's so weird. Well, they're getting, they're kind of getting Spider-Man back with Homecoming, right? Yeah, and, so then, Sony's, maybe and, this, and then Sony's like, you know what? Then we're going to do Venom, and it's going to be separate, because we're weird. Yeah, we really are. I just, I just, but how do you do Venom without Spider-Man? 
Like, how do you eh, do that? I mean, that Spider-Man, Spider-Man, Spider-Man was off for vacation, man. Spider-Man created, time off. but you can't do an origin because Spider-Man created Venom. Don't even worry about it, man. <laughs> Different interpretation. Alternative realities. It's, it's Marvel, baby. Uh, speaking of Spider-Man, I saw that movie. Yeah. You should go, I heard it was good. You should go see that movie. It's pretty good. Watching it today. Yeah. That is a that is a fun movie. People will tell you to stick around for the final credits. And it's funny. But it's also like, yeah. Fuck you, Marvel. Yeah, I heard about it already. <laughs> I, I haven't it got it's one of those things that got spoiled for me and I'm actually glad it got spoiled. Yeah, for if you had it spoiled, you don't need to sit around for it. But I laughed and I was also irritated cuz I had to pee. Because you know that movie. <laughs> that movie was already over two hours, and there's like a half hour previews, and then I have to sit through ten minutes of credits to see that. Like, come on, man, that's cold. But no, that was a fun movie. Uh, obviously, I played Overwatch. I'm not going to bore everybody with more Overwatch discussion. Uh, I did play some Shadow of Mordor because it was uh, it was free this weekend on everything. It was. You're right. Uh, and then I found out that uh, if you wanted to like buy it. Which I own it on disc, so it's not like I didn't own it. But if you wanted to buy it, it was $4. And I'm like, $4 to me is worth not having to put the disc in anymore. Yeah. <laughs> so I spent the $4 and bought the Yeah, game. I mean, really, there's no... And it's i got to say, that's super smart on their part. Because the, the more people who play it are the more potential customers they have for the sequel. Yeah. And uh, mm. the... Yeah, that uh, is true. I, I think... I think it's super smart that they have um, sort of done the free play, that they they um, made it so cheap to, to own. Because I mean, you're not gonna they're not gonna make money on this game selling it full price at this point. No. Um, so it makes sense for them to sort of cash in on the hype for their new game by making sure as many people as possible play this one, increase their customer base. Yeah, I forgot how good that game was. Like when I played it again this weekend, I'm like, wow, this is. This is really a fun game. Uh, and then I'm playing a game that's coming out at the end of this month called Avon Colony. Uh, I am allowed to talk about it a little bit, uh, kind of like a preview, but think of it as a SimCity game that takes place on an alien world. And it's kind of neat. Um, it has a lot of the same stuff that was uh, introduced in the later SimCity games, which City Skylines has become really well known for a lot of um, behind the scenes like uh, trading between colonies um, approval ratings so that you get you know like there's an election that comes up and you have to win the election by having so many uh, so much approval rating um, there's a lot of subsystems like uh, weather systems and things you have to protect your colony from crazy you know alien storms um, it's a really neat game. Uh, and it runs surprisingly well on a console. And the controls are very, very intuitive. Um, everything that happens, uh, you get a quick pop-up. You can go into it. You can manage it. It's it's really cool. Uh, I'm looking forward to playing more of that. But that's out at the end of this month. Mm. So I'm I'm enjoying it. Um, it's a fun game. Very SimCity. You know, everything has to be connected with tunnels because people have to live under these alien planets. Can't go outside, man. It's, it's an alien planet. Interesting concept, but does it have like a story significance of why they decide to settle on an alien planet like that? No, no. 
They just, just go for it? Yeah, you okay. just go for it. Yeah, like, there's no, like, I'm playing the main campaign mode, and it's basically just like, here's a planet, figure it out, you know? So, but no, it's, it's a neat game. Uh, I actually am really, I had a lot of fun with it. I like those kind of games, like, I played a bunch of City Skylines when it came out. Uh, I played it again when it came out on Xbox, and then now I'm playing this. Like, SimCity kind of fell off. Like, that game hasn't been good for a very long time. And then there was that disaster of the last one that came out um, with, like, the limitations and the online-only stuff. And it was just like, okay, this is not what I wanted. So, But no, that's a, that's a good game. I, I think that's it. I did play some Micro Machines online. That game's yeah. fun. Uh, I think $30 is about the right price for that. Maybe a little too much. Maybe should have been 20 uh, It's a neat game. It's fun to play, but... You'll see everything you want to see in that game in about an hour. So it just depends on if you enjoy what you saw in that hour to keep doing it. So. But no, that's that's about it. Um, what's out this week? There's actually quite a few things out this week. Um, Black the Fall? I don't know what that is. Uh, Final Fantasy XII, The Zodiac Age. Oh, yeah. Did we get a copy of that for Drew? Uh, no, we don't have a copy of it yet. Oh. Did you, did I, you request one? Or is it something I have a request in for it, uh, okay. but Drew can't review it. Why not? Because Drew's gone. He's gone for a week. God damn it, Drew. Yep. So we'll, uh, if, well, let, let me know if it comes in, because I'm not going to be doing anything after Valkyrie. All right, I'll, I'll let you know. I have, Like I said, I haven't heard anything yet, so... It's, it's a weird game because do oh, actually let me let me get your take on Final Fantasy XII uh, if you have any. I want to play it because I have never played it. Okay, Ryan, have you played it? No. Do you have any interest in it whatsoever? No. Okay. <laughs> well, okay, I'm I, not I a guess... Final. Fa- I, I'm just I haven't. Uh, I'm not really a Final Fantasy person. So that's it's not because of any sort of belief I have in the game is good or bad it's just I'm just not well if nothing else it's that. a very different type of Final Fantasy game in the way that it change, it plays more like an MMORPG than your standard turn based game so if that maybe piques your interest it's also a more mature story as well uh, dealing with it's not it's not about like you know these like teenagers going around the world most of the main characters are well within like their 20s and 30s and stuff so you know uh, some some a lot of a lot of little deviations, but the thing that really didn't do it for me was the combat engine, which kind of made me play in a way where I would just set up these gambits, and then I would just walk towards the enemies, and then the fight would just kind of resolve itself. And that's basically how I played eighty percent of that game, and that really bored me. I thought the characters are fine, except for Vaughn, who is the main character, the most unnecessary main character of any Final Fantasy game. It's kind of dare for the ride, and now all the other characters are much more important, which I thought was really dumb. But, I mean, Ken, if you never played it, I think maybe this might be the perfect opportunity then. Yeah, I was thinking about picking it up. Like, yeah. it came out at the end of the PS2, and I think, like, the 360 had come out, or was about to come out when it did? I think it was out, actually. Yeah, so, like, that's why I didn't play it, because it was it was just, I was so busy with other things. So I'm interested in it. We'll see. We'll see what happens this yeah. week. Uh, hunting simulator. That's it's pretty self-explanatory, I think. Uh, Minecraft story mode season two starts this week. They're making another season of that. Yep. 
I mean, I it's... thought the first season wasn't that. I know it sold relatively well, but it wasn't critically acclaimed. Or anything. Doesn't matter if it sells. I guess so. It's Minecraft. It's gonna sell. Uh, episode one drops this week. Uh, Lily, the child of Geos. Sure. Okay. Rogue Stormers. Okay. okay. World to the West. Anybody? Anybody? Not, not quite. Okay. Uh, Fable Fortune. What? What is that? That's a. That's Fable's Hearthstone. <laughs> that's out this week on Xbox. Oh, that game's gonna flop. Uh, Iron Cryptical. It's an indie game. I don't. I don't know the Serial Cleaner. Not like breakfast cereal, like cereal killer. Breakfast cereal, sure. Uh, on the 3DS, As Divine Cross and Bit Dungeon Plus are out this week. Uh, Switch is getting Death Squared. Okay. Okay. And then PC. Anything PC? Oh, Ryan, uh, Fire yep. Pro Wrestling World yes. comes out on PC this week. Oh, that comes actually, out tomorrow. Yeah, actually. Yeah. Yep. Oh, okay. This is the game that you told you told everyone to look out for, right, Ryan? Yes. Yep. And I'm hoping that is, uh, is it on is it on Steam it. and stuff? It'll be. See. It starts early access tomorrow. Uh, I did like I I talked to Ryan this weekend and I put an email into Spike and they're gonna send us a code. So nice. Are they Please. supposed to send it tomorrow? I would assume. Okay. But we'll Looking see. forward to uh, hearing Ryan's uh, impressions because uh, you've been hyping up that game. That game kind of sounds exciting to me right now. I'm pumped. It's right. um, I'm pumped. It's it's a great sort of old school professional wrestling game. So I'm I'm really excited. And the winner of name a funny game on Steam this week is Dawn of the Killer Zombies because everything else is kind of lame. I mean, you'd imagine the zombies are already killers. Is the killer zombie part really necessary? Couldn't you say, I guess, Dawn of the Zombies is too close to Dawn of the Dead. Is that why they decided to have killer there? I, I, I don't know. But there is another game coming out this week on PC called Break the Cookie. Break the Cookie. Is it one of those clicking things where you just click it repeatedly and see how many you can Probably. break? Probably. I don't know. I, I will never understand clickers. Like, people get obsessed with those things. Like, to the point where they don't play real video games. And I'm like, you, yeah. That's some, like, OCD enabling nonsense. (sighs) I have OCD and I won't play Clicker. Come on, man. Come on, man. Come on, man. Alright, let's do some news. Uh, As I mentioned earlier, Splatoon 2 Splatfest demo launching on the 15th. Uh, You'll be able to play that. I believe you get to do the first... The first verses. If you played Splatoon, the original, they used to have these like uh, something versus something. People choose their side and yep. play against each other. I think the first one on Splatoon two for the demo is going to be ice cream versus cake. Ice cream and cake. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, uh, so that's launching on the fifteenth. So if you want to check out Splatoon two, you can play that on the fifteenth. You can actually download the launcher now, which is always cool. Uh, Player Unknown's Battlegrounds, uh, the full 1.0 launch has been delayed. So, it's supposed to be out this year, I believe. 
And now it's in before the end of quarter four 2017 is now the official yeah. date. It was supposed to be the end of October. Um, EA Origin, uh, EA Access and Origin Access are adding some more games. This week they added all the DLC to Star Wars Battlefront. So if you uh, have EA Access or Origin Access, you can now just play everything in that game. And the next two games coming are Titanfall 2 and Battlefield 1. Okay, those are good good selections to have. Yeah, EA Access is a solid service. I do like it. Uh, There's an ex-Street Fighter dev working on a, quote, deceptively simple 2D fighting game for PS4 and PC. Uh, they started a Patreon to raise money for a game called Fantasy Strike. The company's name is uh, Serlin Games. So, there you go. Destiny Open Beta is starting in July. I believe July 18th for X for PS4, and then the Xbox One is the day after. So, if you want to check out Destiny 2, the uh, the beta will have the first mission of the campaign. So you can see some of the story mode. Nice. Yeah. That's a solid beta. And it's open. So everybody can go play it. Uh, the first character for uh, ARMS is dropping this week. Max Brass is coming to ARMS this week. So is it just character DLC? How yeah. much is it's that free. Stuff? It's everything, oh. it's, everything in ARMS is free. Good, good, good. <clears throat> Uh, what is not free is Injustice is adding a new character this week. Sub-Zero. Sub-Zero. He That's is... the end of season one, right? No. No, it's only number two of three. Oh, I thought Starfire already came out. No, Starfire is next month. Gotcha. So. Uh, have you ever wanted to gift somebody a game? On what service? Well, Xbox is getting it. Xbox One oh, cool. will soon be able to allow you to gift games to other people. They gotta do that for PSN too, man. Because there's so many times there's like two dollar copies of Steins Gate. I want to buy like five copies and just send it to people. It's like play this, play this, but I couldn't. Well, first Sony yeah. has to fix the. You have to buy five dollars worth of credit for a two dollar game. Let's fix that because that's yeah, annoying. that'd be good. That's annoying. <laughs> uh, Rocket League has hit thirty three million players. Uh, wow. 1.6 million people play that game every day. And if wow. you haven't played it recently, now's the time to jump back in. They just released their two-year anniversary patch. <clears throat> Excuse me, which includes uh, a bunch of new features, a bunch of new um, loot box stuff, and show me what you got. That's impressive numbers, it being it not even being like a free-to-play game and all. So that's very impressive. But uh, they added Rick and Morty um, they? cosmetic items to the game. You can well, you, the, the cosmetics yeah. are like little flags and hats. But you can that. get the giant head guy that sits on top of your car, and I swear to Jesus, I need to go play it. But if he yells, show me what you got when he scores a goal, I would lose it. <laughs> it has to, right? Come on. Show me what you got. Oh, what else is going on? Uh, Ubisoft is trying to fend off the Vivendi takeover by expanding its board of directors. So, 
that's still happening. In case you were curious, keep keep fighting to get fed. It's so rare that when a company gets bought out, that the company gets better. It's a very very rare situation when that happens. So just do your own thing. Keep keep it to yourself. Uh, did anybody buy the season pass for Tekken? Tekken Seven. Nope. No. First pack of DLC is coming soon, and it includes Tekken Bowl. Tekken I heard Bowl that. Kind of I awesome, heard that. Though. Yeah, I watched the trailer. The trailer kind of sucks because it's two and a half minutes, and one minute and 50 seconds of it is Harada walking in slow motion. <laughs> <laughs> Typical Harada, yeah. I'm not even kidding. So, That's hilarious. But uh, the little gameplay footage that is in that trailer looks really good. I want to check that out when it comes out. So, um, We already talked about Doomfist. He's, he did. He's in the PTR. Uh, hopefully that patch with the loot box fixes will be coming soon. The loot box fixes. So necessary. Loot box fixes. Uh. <laughs> Jesus. New, new, new Ryan single. <laughs> that's, that's Weird Al's next song. Yeah. Uh, Halo 5 is getting 4K support for Xbox One X. That's cool. Uh, sure. Microsoft also announced that uh, four Halo games... Will be four more Halo games will be coming to backwards compatibility. Halo Three, Halo Three ODST, Halo Four, and Halo Combat Evolved Anniversary. Uh, they also uh, announced that all of the DLC for all of those games will be free. Oh, good! So, That's a good way to do it. Yeah, if you own any of those, there you go. Horizon Zero Dawn got a new patch. It added new game plus and a new difficulty mode, and also you can paint Aloy's face in new game plus. So new game plus, you just carry over everything at the end of the game. That's what a new game plus is, Jay. No, sometimes they do things differently, <laughs> where you have to pick and choose <laughs> no, what you yeah, want for new yeah, game plus. Yeah, you get to carry everything over. Okay, cool. Uh, but they added a new super hard difficulty mode. So if that game was too easy for you, then what the heck are you doing? <laughs> I cannot imagine somebody thinking that game was too easy. That game was a good challenge. Yeah, that's the right amount of challenge. Uh, Especially if you're fighting all the different enemy types. Oh, like I can't yeah. imagine anybody fighting a Thunderjaw or a Rockbreaker and saying, you know what, I really wish this was just harder. <laughs> like, I really wish they had more health and could do mm-hmm. more damage to me. That'd be right, great, right? right? Uh, PS Now. Got an upgrade this week. Maybe you've heard. You okay. can now play PlayStation 4 games on PlayStation Now. Good good news for people who are using it on PC and such. There were 20 titles added this week. 18 of them were PS3 remasters. Sounds about I'm, right. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But there were a lot of PS3 remasters on that list. <laughs> well, that's kind of just... Opens the gateways, right? Absolutely, for, yes, absolutely. No, this is this is a great news. move. PlayStation Now, though, is still too expensive for me, especially after Nintendo said we could do like a Netflix virtual console for twenty bucks a year. Oh, that would be awesome. That's Let, what's let's, happening. Let's let's see their list again. Yeah, no, 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 totally, totally. But for twenty bucks a year, I, I'm willing to give them a little leeway for that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's very cheap. Uh, PlayStation Now is twenty bucks a month, I think, if I, if I remember correctly. Uh, Nintendo Switch uh, Platinum Games has been teasing a few things on Twitter, including a red and blue picture of Bayonetta. 
one and two. Huh? Uh, also, the wonderful 101. Does that mean these platinum games that so many people didn't play on the Wii U are coming to the Switch finally? It is only logical. It, you know what? I wish a motherfucker would tease <laughs> a way to get a freaking Switch for the actual price that it's supposed to be. Yeah, uh, it was actually available on Amazon for like four hundred dollars. No, no, no. Uh, oh, it was, was actually came back on stock for three hundred dollars. Yeah, uh, I saw it on yeah. Walmart this weekend as well for two ninety nine. I could only I looked on Amazon over the weekend and could only find the four hundred dollar variety. Huh. No, I saw uh, I saw Walmart had it for two ninety nine for about four hours Saturday afternoon. I think. Uh, Ryan, follow this uh, Twitter account called at CheapAssGamers. Yep. Or yeah, if you if you don't already. Uh, I do. And okay, so if you do, they they actually posted exactly when the Amazon price went up, and uh, they do it all the time. Like Switch is like a hot item, so they're looking out for it. So keep keep track of your Twitter and you, See, you I'm should a, be good. I'm a Wario sixty four guy. Mm. He's he's usually faster. Is he? I yeah. don't I don't follow Wario sixty four. You so. should follow Wario sixty four. He's the bomb. He got he got the deals, man. Dude's like a robot. He used to do the deals for cheap ass gamer. If that tells you anything. Um. So we talked about Castlevania, the Netflix series. Yes. Um. They've now confirmed that there's an Assassin's Creed. Uh, anime series coming from the guy. Uh, that ran the Castlevania show, Adi Shankar. Okay. He's bringing Assassin's Creed to Netflix. It's uh, rare to have good game adaptations of anime or movies or whatever, and uh, Castlevania is certainly starting out strong. Yeah. So hopefully the same thing for Assassin's Creed. Blaster Master on the Switch is getting some new DLC characters. The first one is out, and it's Shantae. Oh, good. I, 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 I did play that actually. I forgot I checked her out. Um, she can change into her animals, and it's kind of awesome. Mm. The only thing I don't like about the DLC characters in that game is every time you pick one, you have to start a new game. So that like, sounds that sounds annoying. Yeah, like so there was a DLC character last month from like Mighty Gunvolt, and I had to start a new save file, and then I downloaded Chante, and it's like. Yeah, you gotta you gotta start a new game again. I'm like, motherfucker, I've played the first level of this game four times now. I would like to play through this game at some point. That's why I bought it. Stop releasing characters and make me start over. So there you go. I think that's it for news. Alright. So unless you wanna talk about the headline where the dude chose sex over gaming, lost his gamer score. His, the, the what? The, the dude with so, I saw this news story and I just I I rolled my eyes and shook my head. Um, if you remember that dude that was like the first to a million gamer score, like that was a news story at one point, and apparently he's held the record for the highest gamer score for the longest time. Uh, so apparently he got married and went on a honeymoon and got passed in gamer score. Somebody passed him. Okay. And his reply on Twitter was because I was having all the sex. And the, there were fucking video game sites that ran with that news story like crazy. So yeah, that's the world of gaming journalism that we live in, ladies and gentlemen. I I think keeping 
I, I understand like someone with the most gamer score being like news is like okay sure you know that's I remember the one guy with the PSN the highest trophy count or the highest level in PSN is that how they do it in PSN right levels yeah, yeah. It's levels yeah so the highest and then he was talking about like how he wasn't being like recognized by Sony and I was like yeah you know what that actually is a point like maybe you should reward the the players that are most dedicated to your platform that makes sense to me and I was like oh that's interesting. But then when you're talking about, like, he lost the point because he was on his honeymoon having all the sex, as he puts it, it's like, that's like a very, very virgin thing to say. I don't I don't know what to say about I, it. You know? I don't know. Microsoft did recognize him, which I thought was cool. They gave him a lifetime subscription to Xbox Live. See, that's cool. That's good for him. That thing was a gold card. Like a solid gold card. I just thought like, upon that after I used the code. I wonder if he had to scratch it off on the back. <laughs> so this, that's how they give away lifetime subscription to uh, Xbox Live. I guess this, this golden golden card. It's like Willy Wonka's golden ticket or something. I guess for I got as a long golden as ticket. <laughs> for as long as Xbox Live exists as a service, sure. Um, don't have any emails. I checked the email count. There's no email. So if you need to send us emails, send them to podcasts at ztgd.com. We will read them. Some bitches. But I did get some tweets. I didn't know if we were doing the show, so I tweeted late. So we will get through the ones we have. Uh, Mookie has a question, uh, and it's directed. I know, I know Wombat probably saw this because he tweeted at him. But he says, guys, I'm getting married soon. Any tips on last-minute shopping? Now just put all that stuff on your bridal registry. Get other people to buy stuff for you. <laughs> That's if, true. That's if true. you can, see if you can sneak in a bridal registry at Best Buy. Oh, good call. I saw that the other day, and I was like, there's nobody alive that would let you register at Best Buy. <laughs> I wouldn't think. <laughs> like, you, you look at the list, it's like, I need a Nintendo Switch. I need <laughs> a 32 gigabyte PS Vita memory card. Please! <laughs> you don't understand. I need this. I, I need it. These you are things register. that I need for my marriage to be successful. <laughs> well, you know, you, you need some alone time. I think that's a valid point. But can you do one registry at, like, GameStop or something? That'd I don't think fun. GameStop does bridal registries yet. They should. Give it time. <laughs> uh, Sean says, my only gripe with the Castlevania show was the music not doing any classic themes. Other than that, it was top-notch, uh, even if a bit short. Yeah, the the biggest takeaway from the show that I found was that it was a lot funnier than I expected it to be. I think Trevor Belmont is Trevor is a great character. In great that show. character. <laughs> My favorite, like he's not even in the first episode till the end, and yeah. he has one line, and it's just shit. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not done in a way where it's like really dumb and really trying too hard to be edgy kind of thing. Trevor is kind of a character that kind of gave up because everyone else has rejected him and his family and exiled him. So just like his the, his demeanor and the way he acts and also the, some of the lines and the fight scenes that they have with uh, Trevor is pretty <laughs> fantastic. I'm not going to spoil anything but I tweeted out one line that I thought was hilarious. Something that I never expected to see in a Castlevania. Yeah, I, I know exactly which line <laughs> yeah, you're talking yeah, yeah, about. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's I was like, beautiful. Wow, that's funny. 
Oh man, that show is so good. It's so four, worth the hour and twenty minutes it takes to watch it. Oh. Yeah, four episodes, and I I will guarantee that you will come away with wanting more. Yeah. That's how good it is. Yeah, like I was upset every time the credits rolled at the end of an episode. I'm like, what? It's over? No. Oh no. Uh, Dustin tweets in and says, "So Mighty Gun, uh, Mighty Gunvolt sounds like it's what Mighty Number no. Nine should have been." Anybody play it? Uh, isn't Mighty Gunvolt the it's, uh, well, thing that came out before Mighty Number no. Nine as a so, like a crossover thing? Yeah, it's um, it was on 3DS, but it just hit Switch. Oh, okay. Uh, uh and it has Mighty, it has Beck from Mighty Number no. Nine as a playable character. <laughs> Uh, I can say that Audio Striker Gunvolt is a much, much superior game to uh, Mighty Number no. 9 in every possible way. The the gameplay, the music, the characters, it just oozes style. So if you never got to play that game, if you're interested in what Gunvolt has to offer, play Audio Striker Gunvolt 1 and 2. They come in like a dual pack in 3DS now, so excellent I, platform. I keep, I keep debating on buying the Switch version because I want to play it, but I just know that I won't play it right now, so that's what keeps me from buying it. Is uh, Alder Strike a Gunvolt on Switch? It, no, there's... Um, oh, give me a second. Uh, I thought it was a 3DS-only game right now. No, no, no. There's and a 3DS gun, and PC. Yeah. There's a Gunvolt on Switch. It just came out. Uh, Mighty Gunvolt Burst. Really? Yeah. Oh, it's Mighty, though. It's not Audra Striker. So. Yeah, 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 because Mighty Number no. 9 is in it. Like I said, Beck from Mighty Number no. 9 is in it. Nobody wants that guy, man. Hey, it's he's in a Gunvolt game, so I kind of want it. <laughs> um, he also says, I played That's You. Game isn't very fun. Yeah, it's a free-to-play phone Sony thing. Yeah, it's that new Sony system where you can use your cell phones, which is a great idea. Jackbox does it really well, but Mm. I I really have no interest in playing PS4 games on my phone. I I don't. I'm interested in trying out that game by the makers of uh, Until Dawn on the phone thing. I'll do it with some friends when it comes out. I think that's an excellent idea for that particular game. Speaking of which, if you haven't played Until Dawn, it's fucking free right now. Go download that game. What a great game that is, man. Like that that's a game that came out of nowhere from a developer that was, you know, untested, unproven, and that they just knocked it out of the park with their very first triple A game. It's so, also absolutely it, it also shows me that Sony cares about their users because they made that free before Knack. Ha! Uh I wonder if Knack will eventually go free because I still haven't played it. I bet it launches the same month as the sequel. Uh so September then. Yeah, it'll be one of September's PS plus games finally. I mean, they've basically given it away on sales. What was it, like $4 last week or something? Yeah. That's still $4 too much. Yeah, I mean, Shadow Mortar Game of the Year collection was $4, which I also picked yeah, up. Yeah, so if you bought Mac instead of Shadow of Mordor, go home. Yeah, hey, I don't quite know what to say to you. Yeah, just go home. Just don't stop playing games right now. The Mac is the bestest game no. of all time. Uh, Dustin says he played the Prompto DLC. It's a lot better than the Gladios DLC and explains his background better. I need to boot that up. I need to play that. I played through the Gladio DLC, thought it was very underwhelming, but the Prompto one looks really interesting and it happens at a time in that game where I want to know what happened. This almost sounds like maybe it should have been a part of the game. No, listen to you, listen to you. Yeah, maybe. It happens when he gets knocked off the train. 
Yeah, so you know it happens during the course of a game, and yet it's not in the actual main game. So it's like, oh my god, they've never done side stories as DLC. What? What a shock! You 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 call you call that a side story? Well, yeah, that's a bit of a stretch, isn't it? When it's literally happening during the main campaign. I don't know. Side story is kind of like uh, something that happened before, maybe something that happens after, but not word in the middle where you actually ask yourself, like, what were you doing? And then they're like, don't worry about it. <laughs> don't worry. That, about that it. is like exactly what Gladio says. He comes back with like a scar. And it's like, I don't know what happens. Like, oh, I took care of that thing that defines me as a character. Uh, but don't worry about it. Hey, you know what? You know what? He wasn't lying. Don't Don't worry about that one. <laughs> Either way, that's one of the reasons why I don't like Final Fantasy fifteen is because how convoluted and stupid that story is. And if these elements were actually in the game, it would have flushed out some of the story arcs, and it would have been a better game for it. And yet, nope, they had to sell an expansion pass. You just, you just mad? Well, I am angry at the I fact know, that the I game know. was going to be a better game if they decided to do it properly. I still like that game, even after I can admit it has. Many, 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 many. Yeah, you know, I, I stand by the score that I gave it, uh, regardless of the fact. Yeah, I like that game. Uh, Dustin also says if they make a Fable 4, I hope they take 3's idea and expand it. Uh, there's a lot of fun in making all the decisions as a king, spoiler, uh, and seeing the repercussions. Sorry, I'm not going to apologize for spoiling Fable 3. Just throwing that out there. Yeah, no game. Game's a little old. If you haven't played it by now, you're you're not going to. Not even that great of a game, you can skip it. I like that game. I thought the ending was really cool, like what they had you do. Um, I felt like it was a little limited in scope, so I would like to, I, I'm like him, I would like to see them expand on that. I think that's a neat idea. I think it's a series that deserves to be continued by people that knows what they're doing, sure. certainly. But I don't know if anyone's up to the task right now. I don't know, yeah. Um, two's still the best, by far. Don't Don't at me, bro. Don't at me. Uh, what's better, cyberpunk or steampunk? I'm a fan of cyberpunk, personally, compared to steampunk. I agree. Yeah, I'll go cyberpunk, definitely. Uh, Mark says, due to security settings on my Twitter, you, have, you haven't been getting my tweets for the past few weeks. Don't! <laughs> Uh, here's what I was tweeting. Picked up Tomb Raider Definitive Edition for 750 on PSN. Bargain. Did not expect that game to be so good. What did you guys think? Uh, is that the, the second game or is that the first game? That's the first game. Second one's first called Rise game. of the Tomb Raider. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, first game was great, man. Really redefined yeah, what Tomb Raider was. Yeah, fantastic. Yep, he says, I beat it earlier this week and went out, went straight out and bought Rise of the Tomb Raider for $22. Also a good game. I haven't finished Rise of Tomb Raider, so I'm on my to-do list, but I did play at least seven hours of it. It's, it's pretty cool. Sorry, not $22. He's in Europe. Mm. So that's not dollars. Sorry. John could be here to tell me what that's actually called. So uh, He says, and how about that Crash Bandicoot difficulty? Yeah, we talked about this earlier. <laughs> yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't think that game is necessarily hard. <laughs> how, how very J of you to say, Ken. Hey, how very B of you to it's say. It's just that. It's, it's, I mean... It's an old game. Yeah, it's, I was going to say, it's, it's, it's perfectly normal for mm-hmm. that time period. Yeah. There's some yeah. bullshit hitboxes and some bad platforming in that game, but it's not 
it's not really hard. That, that was an era where you beat a stage without dying at least once or twice, and that stage was too easy. So if you finish a stage with you know, multiple deaths, that basically was about what we expected to do. So, you know, different strokes at this at that point in time. Uh, Dustin hits us back with a few more tweets. says, know what would be a fun game? A Mega Man game using old Mega Man from Tekken and trying to regain lost glory of the old days. Uh, I think you mean from Street Fighter Cross Street Tekken. Street Fighter X Tekken? Yeah. yeah. If I never see that character model again for the rest of my life, I'll be happy. <laughs> It was so, no, thank beer you. belly and all that stuff. Yes, yeah, terrible, dude. It was basically them like shitting on their one of the most popular characters of their own time. It's just that. Yeah, it was it. funny to see at first, and then you're like, oh, man. This is what Capcom thinks about Mega Man at this point. That's so, so sad. Yes. Uh, but no, I'd like to see like a Mega Man down on his luck. He's got to make a comeback. <laughs> Do like an RPG game? I'd be down for that. Yeah, sure. I'd play that, yeah. Yeah. Uh, he says, I jumped back into The Witcher and got my ass kicked by a frog. I need to relearn the combat and get used to it again. Buddy, I'm going to tell you, it has nothing to do with relearning the combat. That frog is a pain in the ass. I remember that's that. The, that's the blood and wine frog, right? Yeah. yeah I, I thought it was Hearts of Stone. No, 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 it's Hearts of Stone frog. Hearts yeah. Of, yeah, yeah, Hearts of Stone. Yeah, yeah. That's a, that frog is I was like, because I fought the, the frog and I haven't even started blood and wine yet. <laughs> yeah, I remember now. Yeah, it's... Fucking frog. Uh, he also says, I finished Nier. What a great little, uh, what a great game. Little let down on the ending, though, since the first Nier was so good. Uh, I'm curious if he got all the proper endings, but I assume that he did by what he's saying. A, B, C, D, E? That's the yeah. proper endings? Yeah, well, I mean, it sounds a lot more daunting than it actually is. Oh, yeah, no, 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 no. Game. Once you get to C, it's like blazing through that game. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mr. Fantastico says, not the biggest Digital Foundry fan, but I have to give them credit on their 4K assets video. It got me really excited to see 1X Games. I'm going to tell you, I watched a video, 20-minute gameplay video of Assassin's Creed Origins yep. in 4K, running on the Xbox yep. One X. Mother of Jesus. <laughs> that game looks amazing. Amazing at 4K, and I know it's not true 4K. I know, I know, but it still looked really fucking good. <laughs> yeah, true yeah. 4K is uh, very overrated with all the technology that we have to mimic it in such ways. And also, you know, yeah, it looks nice, but I'm also much more curious about like how the game plays and whether it's going to be a fun departure from what is already set up to be. Well, they, yeah. they've done, they've addressed a lot of things that I've had issues with in that series for a while. Like they redid the combat. Which is huge for me, because the combat in that game has always been kind of bad. Um, so that's a big thing. Um, I'm really interested in the world. Like, Egypt mm-hmm. is a very interesting location for that series that I've always wanted to see. So, I don't know. I'm interested in that game. How, how do you feel, Wombat? I know you're the big Assassin's Creed guy. That's true. I'm I'm super interested in it, and I'm... Uh, I'm I, I, like Jay, though, even though I'm interested in it, and even though I love the series, I'm, I'm hoping that it's um, got some some positive differences in it. Um, you know, the last time that series... I shouldn't say that. That, that, that series, for as, as, as much as everybody complains about the sameness of it, 
they really do um, every three or four, uh, every three entries or so, make some pretty large changes, right? I mean, with Black Flag, they introduced the pirate stuff. Assassin's Creed Two was a complete departure from the first game, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Syndicate had a lot of different um, items in it that the original didn't have. Um, so I, I actually have a lot of trust in their ability to um, come up with something cool, especially in that time period. So I'm really looking forward to it. I think it, uh, I think it'll be good. But I, I do hope that some of the new stuff they add is good new stuff, um, and not just new stuff for the sake of being new stuff. We've had that before. Um, you know, Assassin's Creed Liberation, which a lot of people didn't play on the Vita, um, was completely different than any other Assassin's Creed game. So I'm, I'm interested. Yeah, I haven't been this excited for an Assassin's Creed game in a long time. So I'm really hoping it's good. The video I watched was super interesting to me. Just the well, lu- <clears throat> well, luckily there's nothing coming out in October, so we don't have to. Worry there's about nothing it coming out on that day. What are you talking about? Hey, so that day, I, I that day is uh, Assassin's Creed. Oh, uh, a couple other indie games like Wolfenstein Two, yeah, Super Mario so Odyssey. I've never heard of it. Yeah. South like, Park comes out the week before. It's, 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 it's an excellent time that they pick for their game to be released. <laughs> so I think because there's no competition, they'll definitely be getting my time. I'm sure above you know among everything else. Oh so, yeah, That's yeah. A perfect That's day. No perfect day for that game. Uh, Justin says we can all step away from that ledge. Splatoon Two will allow users to draw stuff like the original. Booyah, baby! Yeah, I heard they're bringing back the Miiverse doodles. Those are pretty charming, and I'm glad they're back. But you know, I didn't, I didn't play too much Splatoon, so I don't know how integral they were to their experience. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say they were integral, but they were a neat little addition. Mm-hmm. Uh, he says, "I also started up Neo. Good lord, that game is great. Have any of you played the DLC? I have played the DLC. I have not finished the DLC, thanks in part to this uh, this laundry list of games that I've been going through. But I, I will go back to it. DLC is great, though." I still never beat that game. Ah, it's, it's worth beating, man. So I know. It's it's on my list. It's on my list of stuff to get back to. Uh, final tweet says, Dustin says, Are you bummed Terry Crews is invoicing Doomfist? Hmm. I was at first until I started to really, you know, play Doomfist and really seeing how the... The actor was de- delivering his lines. His personality as Doomfist and what he stands for as one of the leaders of Talon. He sounds like like an African warlord, like a cold, calculating. Like he he believes that he kind of knows best what is you know necessary for all of humanity. So I don't think that voice would fit uh, what Terry Crews has to offer. Terry Crews immensely talented. He could do a lot of things. He has range. But I think for this particular character, they made the right choice by sidestepping. And, you know, there's gonna be, still going to be more characters and more things to come. So there's still plenty of time and room for Terry Crews to make his claim. Uh, I also want to mention, while we're here, I watched a couple of the videos uh, that M.O. Beast is doing of us in XCOM. Yeah, yeah. That's funny stuff. I'm laughing a lot at that video, at those videos. That's good stuff. If you haven't seen them, go watch them. They're really good. I gotta catch up. I've been watching too much uh, eight uh, SGDQ stuff this week, so I haven't watched any new ones. But I will go back and check check them out. I just I like how he narrates it, like we're really doing this, st- and also the the creation of us are fantastic. <laughs> yeah, 
I like the I like the way each of us look. Yeah, John's got the big beard and everything. It's just it's kind of great. <laughs> oh man, that's that's it's so weird to me to see that and know that somebody based that off of me. Like that's just a weird thing to me. I don't know. That's cool though. Like I said, if you haven't seen it, go watch it. They're really fun. Uh oh, we just got a tw- oh, man. These tweets are coming in like as I'm doing this. Dustin says that pearl from Splatoon Two looks like a crack baby. I don't know what that is. I need to Google it. It was man. in the uh, the uh, what they call it, direct. This week. Oh, I, I didn't. I didn't watch the direct. Let's see images. The fuck is this? <laughs> oh, more more squid ladies, I guess. Yeah, there's two new it- squid ladies. They get rid of the two original ones and they Callie got... and Marie. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I, I I can't. You can't you can't beat that name though. I mean, what are the new girls' names? Pearl and what else? What's the? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Dustin sent in another tweet just now. He said, "Is Ohio really for lovers?" Is it? Uh, sure. I I don't know. Isn't that the name of the Hawthorne Heights CD? I don't even know what Hawthorne Heights is. Uh, it was a rock band. I went to high school with one of the guys that was in it. Oh. Man, who didn't you who didn't you go to school with? You went to college with Ben Roethlisberger. I did. You go to school with a member of a band that I never heard of, but that's beyond the point. Yep. I'll be damned. Who did I go to school with? Nobody. <laughs> I don't know. I never really thought of it that way. Like I don't I don't know what if any of the the high school graduates made something big of themselves. I never kept track. I my brother. You did. Yeah, you did. Yeah, I see. you're uh, on the N4G podcast. Oh man, right, dude, I'm I'm a celebrity. My yeah. my brother-in-law went to school with Woody Harrelson. Oh, nice. So there's that. Um, Dustin says, "Hoobastank, get your stank on." Wow, Hoobastank. Well, Hoobastank came up in the news this week. Can you believe that? Because the lead singer is doing the vocals for the new Sonic uh, theme song. Oh, wow. For Sonic Forces. (laughs) Okay, sure. It's such a Sonic thing to do to have the lead singer of Hoobastank (laughs) do the voice for your theme song in 2017. Only if if he did the rendition of... Can't hold on much longer. I will never let go. No, instead he's just gonna sing "Crawling in the Dark" over uh, top of the God, Sonic the Hedgehog. Don't, don't. Oh, he's crawling man. in the dark, looking for the answer. Oh God, make it go away! I thought I got out of the nineties. Oh man, well, the reason is you, Ken. <laughs> God damn it. Oh, loving these song references. Who mistake? Should have stayed dead. Oh my god! I uh, just got another tweet in from from Daniel. Uh, it says, "You guys remember when Drew said nothing is going to change?" <laughs> Who's Drew? We, we all knew back then that everything <laughs> was going to change for him. Yeah. The only person that didn't know was Drew himself. Drew? What? Who's Drew? I don't remember I, Drew. I don't know. He used to be on the show. He was. He was all right. He was all right. I think I think he was the guy with the accent, right? Yeah, 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 that yeah. guy. Oh, I, think, yeah. I, think, I think I remember him. Which which accent? I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, we have a couple. Yeah, guys I think he had a Jamaican accent. accent, right? <laughs> hey, man, it's Drew peeing in my outhouse. 
Abang Baklan. I had a Jamaican friend say that all what the is, time. What is what is a bum? I've heard that's not the first time I've heard that word. Honestly, after knowing him for many years, I still don't have a good idea what that means. You never ask like that'd be one of my first like when John says something stupid, I ask him what it means. I thought it'd be rude to ask, so I figured I would be able to get it in context over the many years. No, but, but that no. has not happened as of no. yet. No, not yet. Okay. I was just curious because it's not the first time I've heard that. Where like, is, Dave Chappelle did a joke with that in it once, right? Yeah, I think, I think so. so. It's a fun oh, word to say, <laughs> if nothing else. It is a fun word to say. It is. Hopefully, fun. we have a Jamaican listener who can tell us what it means. Please, yeah. if you know, bring it back. Let us know what it means. I've still got tweets coming in. Sorry, uh, Dustin says, "What happened to Gambus Khan's erotic novel? I want another live reading." Does he really have an erotic novel oh, that he wrote? Yeah, we we read some of that on the show, didn't we, at one point? Mm. I, don't, I don't know if it was an erotic novel, but it was a novel that he was writing, and he read some of it on the show. Do you remember that? Yeah. Did it, did it feature any Nintendo characters? No. It's not fan fiction, Jay. Oh, he wants a Zelda in space, man. I don't know what he wants. I, it's going to embarrass the shit out of him, but I remember when we were in high school, he was writing a lesbian vampire novel. He was ahead of his time, is what you're talking about. <laughs> Damn, that would have sold millions. Would have been the bestseller. Easy. Oh, man. I still remember him telling me about that and like telling me some of the story. I'm like, yep, that's exactly what I expected to happen there. <laughs> oh. Well, I'm glad. <laughs> <laughs> Are you Googling it or something, Ryan? What's no. Happening? How do you even <laughs> spell that? I don't, I don't even know how you spell that. A bumba clot. I don't know. I don't so know. There's a B in there. Maybe maybe an M or a U. I don't know. Something. Uh, Dustin just tweeted in again. This is another question you're not going to get an answer to, but whatever happened to Thunder and a pair of dice? Well, that's another <laughs> Drew, Drew thing that say, he started. If, if, Drew, if Drew can't bother to show up for this show, he ain't doing no D&D, son. Yeah, he ain't no doing no D&D for a full night with his friend. That's not happening ever nah, again. Nah, that's over. That's over. Yeah. You say, you know, you invite your friends to the wedding so you can say goodbye to them. That's how it works. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, you know, you have the open bar, make, you know, make the sting feel a little less. It's it's, it's good. That it's is, good for you. That is the best reference I've ever heard in my life. That is fucking hilarious. Why do you invite your friends to the wedding? So I can say goodbye. I don't know that was a reference. What is that reference to? No, 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 I just meant a reference to getting married. Oh, okay. I thought it was, maybe there was a movie line or something. Oh, no, no, that's, that's hilarious. I'm sure it's in a movie somewhere. I, there's, everything's in a movie somewhere. It was probably featured in an episode of The Simpsons. Let's just yeah, it. Simpsons did everything. I mean, we all know that. Oh, man. All right, I think the tweet stopped. I think they stopped. Good. Good. All, all, maybe they'll just go on forever. We'll just keep doing it. Yeah, they just keep coming in. I'm like, oh, I got another tweet. I got another tweet. Live tweet. Uh, but if you want to tweet at us, it's at A4G Podcast. Every week uh, I tweet out letting you know when the show's about to start. You can send us questions relevant to the week or, you know, Gambus Con's erotic novels. That's fine, too. Um, if you want to follow us on the Twitter, Wombat's at WombatRP. Took you a second there, Ken. I I was like, do I have the right one? Do I have the right one? Yeah, yeah, okay, I got it. I got it. Uh, Jay is at Bottom Side Jay, and you can follow me on the site at ZTGD. 
Also, Phoenix Down, even though Drew's not here, check it out. They just finished Earthbound. Uh, I don't know what their next game is. I don't remember what it was. They're having, I believe, they're having one intermission before they go on to the next game, so they haven't decided quite yet. Okay. That's how that goes. Yeah. All right, yeah. Uh, and I already did the email address. I think that's Earth thing. Is that Earth thing? It's, uh, it's all Bombaclot, baby. <laughs> I was about to say, is somebody going to say Bombaclot? A Bombaclot? Oh, man. <sighs> Fun to say. God. <laughs> I, I, wait, wait, hold on. You know what? Maybe. What if it's like a terrible, like racial discriminatory thing that we're saying, and we don't even know? Yeah, I That'd hope that's bad. not the case. Yeah, I hope that's not the case. If it is, so, I apologize, apologize for the last yeah. ten minutes of the show. But you know, Bamba <clears throat> Cloud understands what we're talking about. So I'm just gonna yeah. end it with the Street Fighter Linus. Oh my God. You remember? That? You don't remember when they when they when you break the car in Street Fighter Two? I guy, don't. The guy would I don't come, remember. Yeah, the guy would come out if you broke the car in the in the in the bonus stage, and he'd be like, "Oh my car." I guess I don't really remember that because I played Street Fighter Two on uh, Super NES mostly, and I don't. Uh... Oh well, you should you should totally YouTube that because it's it's pretty funny. I don't know. Fuck it. That's the end of the show. Sorry. Already, and it goes something like this.